guys, welcome to Wavelength. This is AJ, one of your hosts. Um, this is Randy, your other host. This is actually episode one, our very first time podcasting, and really excited to get into this. Um, I had this idea like a few months ago, just like do a podcast about like around rap and music and just talking about it. And I reached out to AJ and like, we're just like hanging out and I brought up the idea and he was just like down. And a few months later, yeah, we were actually like doing it, actually like trying to get it done. Let's turn this back up. Cause that's like really soft, you know? It is. Yeah. Um... So, AJ, you were just at, you literally just came back from Dreamville Fest. Yes, about like two hours ago. Um, seven hour drive down to Rayleigh. Incredible experience. I, I missed about half of the performances, but it's okay because I missed, you know, I still had a great experience. Um, you know, got to see Big Sean, 21 Savage, Natalie, um, obviously J. Cole, Jed, Earth Gang for a little bit. Actually, um, Meek Mill came out actually on his during J. Cole's performance. That was crazy, and yeah, it was just a great time. And it was also really good because it was very like diverse. Like, there were, I mean, there were like a lot of white kids, but there were also like of a lot of black people. It was amazing because it was just like we were all there for music, and all we're just, for, like, yeah, and we're Cole just all Randall. enjoying the music. And I so like that was a really good experience to see people come together just for that. <laughs> okay. Um, transition. I'm not really sure how to transition into like our actual first topic because it's kind of like we say we're transitioning. <laughs> we say we're transitioning because we're we're about transition. So if oh, you don't, I mean, if you, you really want to transition, no, you, you can no, go. It's you fine. Can go. I'll give you no, a little no, transition. No, you no, can no, work you, off a transition. You're good. You're good. No, you're good. Also, the good thing was is that um, I mean, not good, but it was nice to see um, at least all of the artists I saw. I'm not sure if all of them um give. Uh, tributes to Nipsey Hussle since he passed away this past Sunday. Um, hmm? It's a good, good transition. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you, I said you wanted to transitions, um, but how unfortunate that was. But it was also nice and it's an uh, J. Cole perform Love Yours and sense a dedication to him, uh, much like he did for uh, Mac Miller when he passed away. So it's nice to also have music to like lift us up at times. Yeah, so if you don't live underneath a rock... Um, you should know that last, well, exactly a week ago, Nipsey son, Nip, fuck, Nipsey Hussle, um, was shot outside of his store in LA Marathon, which is truly a tragic event. Apparently, like, he knew this guy, like, they had a little altercation before it happened, and, like, he came back, had a driver, like, waiting for him and everything, and just walked up to them and just shot him five times, like, six six times yeah oh five in the chest five in the chest and one in the head correct yeah um like when i found out i was like doing my um radio show and i was like trying to find like news to talk about and like this was a headline i was just like it was from four hours ago like when my i start my show and like it was like oh my god is this actually real like because like nipsey says an upstanding like nigga like he's like he played the game right yeah definitely um, I remember when I got the news, I think I, I had gotten the news, like, right after he got shot, so it was just, like, not much I could do with the information, it was just, like, oh, like, maybe he'll pull through, but, like, that's not really anything to, like, be concerned about in the sense, of, like, you know, um, but 
when he actually passed away. It, it took a second, and uh, it was a little devastating. Um, well, a lot of devastating, obviously. Um, simply because Nipsey is one of those people in the rap community that does do a lot of good. Right? Yeah. And um, and obviously, I think we all aspire to do good in some sense, and to see that be destroyed by someone else. Just in like a senseless act of violence like that. Yeah, like it, it just it's very uh, disappointing. And he was only like thirty three. Yep. Like he was only like still very long, and he was just like just now starting to like pull up with like getting the Grammy nomination last year for his um album Victory Lap. Yeah, and I mean like he's a businessman. He just opened up his store like last year. Uh, he obviously started that Vector Nine event, and everybody has been speaking about and the yeah. tech, um, the STEM Getting program. Like, yeah. Um. And, like, that's something that, you know, isn't really available to a lot of people in those communities. And I know it's not available to a lot of people um, in my community. So to actually provide that, you know, that person should be valued. And, yeah. yeah. R.P. Nipsey. Um, and, like, uh, they were looking for, like, the person who did it. And apparently... <laughs> He tried check. He tried playing like he tried being thinking he was white for a second. <laughs> he tried thinking he was white for a second by checking himself into a mental institute, and like that's where the cop and like the lady recognized him from the news. Right. And was just like, oh, I think I see the guy they're talking about on the news. Like, like come get him, and like he's in custody right now. Yeah, actually, I read an article um like two hours ago where uh he it stated that. Nipsey, you know how like the Eric Holder doubled back. Yeah. Well, in that sense that he doubled back is because is because <coughs> Nipsey apparently said something during that time frame after he first got shot. So he had said something, and I think uh, when the, the article uh, said it was equivalent to something like, "Oh, you got me good, like you shot me, whatever," and then that's when he came back and uh, shot him again, and that's what they suspected actually killed him is at the second time. Um, no, it's very tragic. Yeah. Um, I watched a video, like the surveillance video of him just like like getting shot and he came back at one point it looks like he was like kicking the body. Yeah. Like, um it's, it's just it, really disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a place of like I don't even know if it I mean yes, it is ignorance in the sense of like you're ignorant to what the actual person is doing to community and also in the sense of like taking somebody's life that ignorance that you have to have for that um but like it's also understand i'm not saying it's understandable but like it is understandable to a certain extent um and that's just the world we live in and the only thing we can do is actually just try to educate ourselves and other people yeah um, just like nipsey was trying to do yep often like in rap like they're told like once you get big you get out of your hood and get out of your neighborhood mm-hmm. and obviously Nipsey didn't do it he wanted to like bring enrichment to his neighborhood and like bring build it up and give them the nice things in the world cause they didn't really like know that like that right but like a person like him who played the game right was like a upstanding person um community activist doing so many good things getting shot in such a cold cold way like it's tragic when it happens, but, like, we know it's going to happen again. Right. And it's actually... I remember, uh... I think I was upset for, like, at least two days, and then I was like, hold up, why am I so upset niggas die every day? Yeah. And, like, as soon as I said that, I was like, all right, I'm fine now. 
I mean, and, after, and like not after, to I mean, be cold hearted. Yeah, no, like, like not to be cold hearted. It's just the reality of the fact. Yeah, and, it's, and I mean, it, I was obviously still upset after that fact, but like at that point, it was just like this. This is something that happens. But on the opposite side, you have to look at the positive things that are um coming from this in the sense of like look at all of the gang leaders in LA uniting and having that truth. Um, I think that's something very powerful and something that Nipsey has been striving for something Mm -hmm. that, um, in the sense of like, even though he has been part of that life, he's also trying to show people that there's other ways of doing life. So in the sense of like having, uh, all these different types of gangs coming together, um, I think shows people that like, yeah, they don't need to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like you can do something else because at the end of the day, like you just got to grow as a person and you have to like love each other because that's the main important thing of life really yeah word (laughs) (laughs) that was a lot that that was a lot that was heavy i'm sorry to start on sort of like a very like kind of depressing topic that gets you all like in your views and like philosophical and shit but like that's just where we're at um Said you want to go to like something else or yeah, let's go. Yeah. I don't really have any other comments on the Nipsey situation. I do find it uh what's it called? Um Kodak Black. <laughs> like hitting up like well not even hitting up, but just like putting like wild that out there, like wild. Um for those of you who don't know Kodak Black said, or on his IG live was yeah. uh, was like, oh, I'll give Lauren London a year. Yeah, Nipsey's uh, fiance, uh, to, you know, mourn and I'm gonna shoot my shot, or or something equivalent to that. Um, and they haven't even had a funeral yet. So yeah, he's <laughs> hasn't been rested yet, and he's already like planning on taking this woman who just lo- lost like. Her love, like, and even if like, and he claims that he wasn't being disrespectful, but in the sense of like, actually, my bad, I'm so sorry. In the sense of like, actually, um, he says he wasn't being disrespectful, but in the sense of actually understanding other people's uh needs and wants and whatever that space that they might need, um, his intentions were disrespectful to even put that out there because he even I think part of his defense was just like oh everybody's thinking about it like you like you just not saying or something no whatever. no they're not like right, no they're like, not you're just a thirsty ass <laughs> nigga <laughs> like Koda's like, been on that like disrespectful ass shit for a while now mm-hmm. and like I feel like he's trying to like almost in a way embody Takashi 6 9 and like how he was like running Instagram kind of last year just doing mad disrespectful shit mm-hmm. but like Yo, that's just not cool. It, not cool. it isn't. It's like, it's actual ignorance. And I, that's why uh, I actually got really upset last night because I came back from Dreamville Fest and I'm on my, you know, Instagram and I'm looking through and I'm like, damn, like, why is this bullshit happening? Because at the end of the day, it is just ignorance and they have the platform. So, and so certain people believe that it's correct. Like some people obviously like view that as disrespectful, but certain people are like, he's not wrong for saying what he did. And I think that's, um, I mean, it's actually exactly what J. Cole said in a lot. Like, I wish, uh, was it a lot? Yes, it was a lot. Where he said, I wish Kodak had more guidance. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was going to mention that once you stopped, but, like, 
Oh, yeah. No, wait. No, 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 it's middle child. Yeah. Um, middle child, no. But wish more guidance, like, because that's something that they people need. But yeah. Also, like Kodak on Instagram, like try to holla at Young Ma. That was also very disrespectful, and he also and like he was, the fact that like he assumed that like anybody would want to sleep with him. Like, nah, bro, you, you look ugly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you have money, but like nigga, and also the fact that she's she's a lesbian, like. Like, and then he made some type of comment just like, yeah, what pussy don't you? Don't your pussy want dick or something like that? I'm just like, bro, bro, come on. Not cool. It's it's like those type of things that like in a sense of like, I mean, obviously that's ignorance, but it's like enforcing that, like that sex gender system is like not what we need in our community. Like it's like we have so many things to worry about, but like people are just like, pushing down on what they believe is correct versus looking at the general populace and what is actually happening in reality. Yeah. But yeah. uh our next Um but Emma played that really well cuz like she just like went on her live and was just like shaking her head and like just playing it off as a joke. Mhm. Cuz like obviously she's not as big as Kodak, but like I feel like she took the higher ground and that was like definitely the right move for her. Well, I think that's the higher move that you have to do for most people when like that most people would take when they're caught trying like speaking or interacting or whatever with an ignorant person i feel like that's they just have to understand that they aren't going to understand and so that there are certain things that you just can't pursue um because to i feel like the only way that's that to happen is for them to experience an ignorant person for to experience something to actually change their mindset in the way that that um in the way that they think for them to like actually think of a different way and be more respectful or mindful of whatever um they might be problematic towards um so i think that's literally where it comes from it's just like people always understanding like there's like it's just like if you get into an argument with somebody or if you somebody says something like you're not some you're not gonna say something all the time because this is not worth the argument you know yeah it's as simple as that Next on the list, Little Uzi Vert. Now, I freaking love Uzi. I freaking love what he's doing right now. He's like, he's like kind of like fucking over like his label just trying to get a better deal. And like, he's he's using social media so well to his advantage. Dropping um, the freestyle for Uzi, mm-hmm. which was hype as fuck. I love that song. Um, Cause like we... For a while now, we've all been wondering where the fuck is Eternal and take his, like, upcoming project. And, like, there was all this, like, fiasco where he said, oh, my la- my label's not going to clear it or, like, something like that. But then DJ Drama was just, like, it was going to drive the shit every day. So, like, we're really wondering, like, so what's the problem? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Um, f- <clears throat> what's it called? Um, his freestyle for Uzi, like, got taken off, like, most, like, f- streaming services because of clearance issues, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Um. Not. I don't necessarily have many thoughts on it. Um. Simply. I did. I have followed the situation, but not like to the teeth of it. Um. But. I feel like this is also a learning. A teaching lesson for any like rappers. In the sense that like. 
or not even you can stay independent but like when if you sign to a label like make sure you know what you're doing yeah like actually like do your research get a lawyer you know like read through that stuff because it's gonna be important it's, your life will actually depend on it you know in the but sense. like with like young kids like say you give an 18 you a 18 year old who's like starting to pop off mm-hmm. and you like give them like a few million dollars yeah i mean that's what happened and like like a kid if i was seeing that much money handed like being offered to me like i would be still tempted to just sign on the spot and not even like read anything mm-hmm. but like I'm glad, like, all these, like, older, like, rappers who's been through or, like, are actually, like, preaching, like, hey, it's okay, like, to say no or, like, to wait out or maybe, like, change the deal or adjust or try to stay independent or, right. like, keep, like, because you need to keep your rights because that's where, like, exactly. the money is in the long term. And I think for, I mean, like, that's the same situation that Lil Yachty was placed in. And, like, look at what people, or not even what people, I always say, use an example of, like, when he was on Joe Budden's, uh, when Joe Budden was on Everyday Struggle and Lil Yachty was a... Uh, guest show um in the sense that joe budden assumed or could have believed or i don't know that lil yachty was like uh media trained and all of this other stuff simply because he's just like i'm just happy i have money and i had nothing you know um but like at the same time any young person should also understand that if a big label like that wants you then other people are going to want to listen to what you have to offer because yeah. obviously you're doing something correct, you know? Um, so I think that's like, that's just something that they had to be mindful of because obviously something's working. So just stick to it, you know? No reason to subject yourself to uh, another power because they're going like to get, get you there by faster. Person. Right. Yeah. Like, I love the message that people like want to like, Nowadays, like, rappers want to keep their mixes and their mastering, like, the rights to that stuff, or at least partial, like, rights to it. Right, like... Just to have a scene of fucking... Yeah, Nipsey Nipsey Hussle. Hussle. Rap niggas, he says, I own all my rights to my raps, nigga. Yeah. Like, it's it's something to be prideful of because it's your art, so you should have full control of it. I'm pretty sure you mentioned, like, dedication. Like, yeah. Keep your rights. Freaking... It's gonna be a best move. That's like what fucking Coleman and Keeman, like, they're doing over there in Chicago right now. They're, like, trying to, like, do their own, like, artist management stuff currently. Right. Just, like, keep their rights and, like, just, you know. It's getting signed isn't as big as it is. For example, uh, look at, uh... Chance. Well, Chance, yes. <laughs> but even look at artists from, uh, Boogie, from L.A., uh, Compton, actually. He, and he just dropped everything's for sale. Great album. Um, he was homeless. Like he re- revealed on like his last interview, or at least in his interview on like uh, with Sway, uh, that he was homeless after like he got signed, and so he was like cashing, uh, crashing at his friend's house for like four months after he had already had like a big ass advance, you know. Mm-hmm. So like that's still like it's not gonna solve your problems. It just you know allures to like solving your problems. Okay. I see what you you were going there for, like yeah, yeah. Um, last week was the NCAA awards, and the um, Beehive Beyonce's <laughs> dedicated, very toxic <laughs> fan base, um, had an uproar because I forget what his name, Omar. I do yeah. not pronounce his last name. Omar like awkwardly kissed her on the cheek twice. And, like, I feel like he was just, like, 
really fucking excited. Yeah, if you if you guys haven't seen the video, it's uh, Omari walking up. He kisses Beyonce on the cheek one time. He like says something, like whispers something to her ear real quick, and like they say something, and then he kisses her again while they leave. Uh, now, most people, if they approach you and they do kiss you on the cheek, it's only when they first approach you. So it is very weird especially yeah. with, and especially in the interaction that was only within like five to seven seconds yeah and also like, her facial expression like after was just like a bit like uh that that was because it awkward. just wasn't necessary yeah. you know um not that was and it was funny to watch that honestly like i like i laughed and i was just like why would you do that like that's beyonce, that's beyonce. <laughs> she's like fucking royalty he like don't mess with her or like you'll literally be harassed on twitter for like months to come <laughs> Uh, Beehive is really as wild though. Sort of Barbies. Barbies are toxic as hell. Yeah, I. It's funny. I was actually talking to uh, T on the way back about this, uh, in the sense of like Nicki Minaj. Oh, this is actually gonna be great. Nicki Minaj and her relevancy. In oh, the sense okay. Of, like, um, she's only dropped about what three projects in the past ten years or so. Um. And, like, the only other time that she has really, like, stuck it out and, be, and people being like, oh, she's popping is, like, um, her features when she was, like, still doing things with, like, Lil Wayne and Drake. Yeah. But, like, besides that, that's the only time that she's been very memorable. Um, I mean, she just dropped Queen last year. And, like, there were some, like, there was, good songs on there. But I wouldn't say mm-hmm. there were, And there was a few hits on there, but, like... Mm-hmm. Nothing that's, like, still, like, popping now. Right, like, it has later. no replay value. And I'm not trying to discredit Nikki as an artist. Um, Fucking love Nikki. Right. I just also I find it very hypocritical at times. Um, like what's it called? Doesn't she say like I think she says something about like she disses somebody for like having to show your ass for uh to like get people to listen to her music. Or I was probably at Cardi B <laughs> TBH. I wouldn't be surprised, and I'm I'm not just trying to assume things. Um, but at the same but uh. A couple of weeks ago, she, like, posted a photo on her Instagram of, like, her, like, practically doggy style on the couch type shit. And it's like, you can't say that and then do that, you know? Like, <laughs> Also, like, the fact that her boyfriend, well, fiancé that she apparently, well, I'm not sure they're engaged, but, like, has, like, multiple sexual, of like, sexual assault charges. Damn. Like, not charges, accusations. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, like, there's, what can you even do in those situations? Like, I mean, like, I think, I mean, we don't know the relationship, but if, if she, like, loves him and that's what it is, like, and only so much accountability that you can do. I mean, not, not only so much accountability, but, like, you're blinded or you're not gonna accept the fact or you accept it and you don't care, you yeah. know? Um... But at the end of the day, I think we all at least love somebody and but don't agree with their actions. So fair, fair. Um, I feel like that also applies to like the current Cardi B situation. Well, not current, cause like we're just doing like I guess the greatest hits of like the last like what week era? or so. Right. Like with Cardi B, um, like a bit of her was dug up of her saying that she was she would like lure men to like a hotel room and then like drug them and like steal their money mm-hmm. 
And not like people were like not really happy about that. She like released a statement saying, um, well, they were like aware of it and stuff like that. I'm just like, Cardi, like you, you still, you still for it. I'm like, I'm not, because in hip hop, like people have several bars, like about like robbing niggas and like, mm-hmm. like gangsta hood shit and stuff like that. But like, is it like because of like the, is, do you think it's viewed differently because she's a woman or because like me too or? Why people were having, hmm. like, you know, well, I guess not having that, or not a fan that she did that. I think it's, uh, it can be a double standard, um, because, I don't know, you don't, you don't see as many people speaking out for, like, whatever trifling shit, um, some rappers that might have done in their past life, but at the same time, I think people have to understand that that was a rapper's past life. Um, And it's just like, you just have to accept that what it is because you can't change it. You don't know what they've been through. And you just have to like accept it as it is. And like, what is, because like Kendrick has, you know, possibly killed somebody. But like, you don't see people being like, Oh, you should be going to jail, you know? Yeah. Everybody views him as a fucking god. Um, and is that because he's a male? Is that because he's a better lyricist? Is that because he's oh shit, <laughs> built up like TDE with like who, if it's crew and whatever? But like, we don't know. But at the same time, like they are being people that don't understand that they just have past lives prior to their rap life. Just you just have to understand that. Um, I wouldn't be like in that situation, even in the sense of like, obvious. I always say ignorance, I'd say ignorance is everything, yeah. But like, I think that's also what it is because what opportunities could she have possibly had or did not know of, or like things of that nature? Like, like obviously, she's smart enough to make it to where she is now, but who knows, like, what she had to think of. And what she had to go through to even, like, be like, this is what I have to do. Um, and I think that's just what it is. And so it probably is a double standard. And people shouldn't judge her on that, you know. Like, and also, like, I'm imagining, that, like, it wasn't a very good situation because she was a scripper at the time. I'm not sure, like, what the what script club she was scripting at. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm, I'm not just going to assume it was, like, some, like, luxurious, like, script club or whatever. Mm-mm. I'm assuming some type of, like, nasty place and, like... So, like, if, if this nigga is, like, trying to, like, solicit sex out of you, one, he's also kind of, like, in the wrong since, like, right. that's, quote, like, illegal. It's illegal. <laughs> and, like, she's just trying to, like, take advantage of the situation because, like, it's, like, probably, like, the way she was raised, like, it's, it's, like, you know, eat or be eaten, I guess, kind of. Mm-hmm. So, like, she capitalized on that opportunity. And, like, when I heard the news, I wasn't surprised. I, exactly. I wasn't surprised. Like, I was I just like, like, okay, this is, I I I'm not surprised. This is like right in the alley. I I, it's shit. It's well shitty that she did it, but like, what can you do? Like <laughs> just like in her situation, like I'm not sure how I would like react. Exactly, like I oh what's it called? Not Harlem, or I think she claims the Bronx. Yeah, Bronx. But like, I know that she when she lived in Harlem, she lived like down the block from my homie but and so it's just understanding 
understand people. Um, in other news, um, well, I guess, so we all know about Lil Nas X, and he's sort of like a, <laughs> I never, I, I'm just going to preface it saying, I'm not a huge fan of country, I didn't listen to country very much, but like, I heard his song at a party this weekend, and I swear to God it had the Mo Bamba effect. I, I felt that too. I swear to God, like, people were like, literally singing along with all this music, I mean, it was a part of, like, me and, like, white kids and shit. But, like, I was vibing with it. Like, it had, like, the nice, like, sort of, like, hip-hop-inspired, like, con- like hip-trap-inspired beat mm-hmm. with, like, some country sounds in this. And, like, it was a decent song. It's a bop. I admit that it's a bop. I never thought I would actually like a country song in my life, basically. But, like, um, the song got... It was originally on, like, the Billboard's Hot 100 for, like, country and rap music at the same time, which was the first time that's actually ever happened. Mm-hmm. But, like, it got taken off the country charts. So, like, that that's kind of, like, fucked up, because I, I see it as a country song, like, the topic matter, it's, it's like a blend of country and rap. Right. Like, he, like, uses, like, like, the way he'll sing the choruses is very, like, reminiscent of, like, a country song. It's definitely, like, he, like, you know... Um, well, um, the Billboard claim that what's it called? I just missed it. <laughs> this song was not embracing enough elements of today's country music in its current version. So that's apparently the reason why they took it off. But I feel like at the same time, I feel like that's bullshit. Exactly, and it's a remix. And even Billy Ray Cyrus, I think. He said, uh, what's not country about it? <laughs> I was thinking, what's not country about it? What's the rudimentary element of a country and Western song? Then I thought, it's honest, humble, and it was an infectious hook and a banjo. What the hell more do you need? Um, and I think coming from an act- country artist, yeah. and that's like, I don't know. I feel like that was sort of like a way to take off like, oh, you have a rap song. You look like a rapper and you kind of sound like a rapper. So we're going to put you in this category and box you in. Right. So so I think that's very disrespectful to take him off. Um, that, that was just, I don't know. I feel like hip hop's so easy to like embrace other cultures and embrace other sounds. Like exactly. We, like, and we I embrace think... elements of like rock and like with like lots of like hit songs having like nice like little like guitar melodies mm-hmm. in there and shit like that. And I think part of like creating music, part of art in general is, you know, wanting to collaborate with some people and create something bigger. Like that's... Create something new, create something exactly. different. Exactly. Like that was a, a sounds. revamp of country and trap. Nobody's ever heard that before. Yeah. You know, like people... Loved Nelly when he was doing features uh, back in, like, 2000s or whatever with uh, when he was doing... I don't even remember who was on that song. But it's all in my head. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but, like, nobody was having a problem with that. Like, and that was a bop. Like, that was something that was seen as, like, oh, this is a new sound. And that was yeah. something in, like, what's tw- almost 20 years later, and not necessarily even maybe 15... Um, and like that's seen as like not thing because like I know that that was seen as a country song too. Like, yeah. So like to for it to draw. And well, originally it was on the country chart, so originally so and so has a fucking country song. Mm-hmm. And like I, I just think, and it's even a country, like even have a country artist on it, like yeah, he's saying like this is a country song. That's a country. Like song. how are you gonna disrespect even like what he believes he just 
helped create. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you're just you even just discredit him as what, like what genre he actually like loves to make. That's fair. Um, I want I want like to know what happens next. I hope like people keep putting pressure on billboards to like because like I don't want to play like the race car, but like it's. Uh, element of it's definitely because he he's black and looks like a rapper and like has like some trap elements like the eight weights and like hi hats and stuff. Yeah. So I, I I honestly believe that's what it is because I don't. That's a whole ass country song. It's a whole ass country song, like the subject matter and everything. Mm-hmm. Um. New music. What's popping right now? What who recently released shit? <laughs> so not, I'm not even prepared. I'm literally open up Spotify right now. <laughs> oh wow! No, oh, good moves, good moves. <laughs> I mean, a, a couple artists I want to shout out is Boogie from LA, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, Marie, but the jungle is the only way out from Atlanta. Uh, she has a duet with Jid. She has a song with Black. Those are the only two features on the whole project. I think it's a amazing piece of art. Um, it's a beautiful sound and something that we don't have really as much as of right now. So it's great to hear something different like that. Um, originally I was going to just shout out Collide because he released his project on Free Spirit and I listened to it like a few times and I really enjoyed it. Like it's like the type of like soft flower boy shit that I, <laughs> that I high key vibe with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I probably just gonna change it to little Xanax because, like I said, I walked into a party and like that song came on and like it went from being like all right to like lit as fuck. Mm-hmm. So like, that's always nice yeah. to have a whole song change the atmosphere. Like he has a freaking hill in his hands. Good, good for him. <laughs> um, another new album that came out recently was Nav's Bad Habits. Mm-hmm. Um, mediocre at best, honestly. It was better than his last project, Reckless, which was just trash. Honestly, just fucking trash. <laughs> um, has like a weekend feature on the air with Price in My Head. That was alright. I mean, I'm, I wasn't like he. I love The Weeknd. Like, mm-hmm. I've been listening to The Weeknd since I was in fucking middle school. And, like, that pro- was probably one of my, like, least, like, not as favorite features or, like, performances he's given on, like, a chorus. Mm-hmm. Like, it was interesting, and I definitely, like, liked the song, but, like, I feel like it could be better. I feel that. Um, honestly, I think it's actually really interesting. I think I've been saying this, and I was actually very concerned when, um, I don't know, look at, because I want to make sure that I get this project correct. And I, and I don't think it's reckless. Right. I was actually very concerned when, uh, after he dropped Perfect Timing in oh, 2017. Oh, Bon. Yeah. yeah. Because he, like, I remember listening to the, that album and being like, oh, this is a bop. But I can already see it getting repetitive. Yeah. And I was, and I remember, like, driving and I'm gonna be like, I hope his next project isn't like this because I'm just gonna stop listening to him because it is getting too repetitive and he has to make different approaches as an artist. And I don't think that that is something that he's been really doing at this point. Yeah, like, I, for the most part, I enjoy that, but he has a very, like, monotone voice. He doesn't have very, like, much expression. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't really give, like, like 
I know we're, we're all used to like the rappers nowadays, like Juice World, just like being very emotional and very expressive with their voices on their songs. But like, it's almost kind of boring to listen to, and also if the subject matter is kind of the same, like, I'm glad he, there wasn't as many young brown boys on this project as there was on previous ones. But like, I don't know. I don't think he's on the clock. I think he's still somewhat re relevant, but like I'm not sure this album really has much replay value, except for maybe a few songs. Yeah, I feel that. I don't. I think I don't. Like I said, I think he has to change something up. I believe he's stuck to a formula. I think he's gotten too comfortable, and I even believe in. I see him stepping up in some aspects because when he first came out, he didn't even like reveal his face that much and things of that nature. Yeah. But like as you know past two years or so he has been doing that more and more um but at the same time i still feel like he's a little stagnant and he has to do something a little bit different um if he actually wants to continue to stay relevant because i still think he's in a relevant place but if he doesn't change it up within the next two years or so i think he will really fall off because with like how fast like people put up music and how like fast like music and like rap changes like if you aren't constantly involved in your sound you're going to left behind and going to be boring like really fast especially like when your um, material is like very like limited and stuff like that exactly and I think he's in a in, he's in an environment where he can change up what he's doing um obviously he has the weekend the yeah. weekend has obviously changed his sound numerous times mm -hmm. um so like reach out you know <laughs> like reach out like you have like niggas around niggas are so fucking loud like we're recording my room right now and people are just being mad loud in the fucking hallway this is a terrible experience no I'm sorry never listen to Wavelength terrible ass podcast um well I feel like that's all we have do you have anything else you wanna say before we close this shit out um thank you for listening you made it this far um Thank you for indulging us and listen to us ramble and talk about shit. We will have a lot more in the uh, upcoming weeks. Definitely more. Uh, It'll definitely be more planned out. <laughs> I think we planned it. It was just in the sense of our... Like first episode, first time. Like our... our, our uh, what's it called? Our flow of it. Oh, uh, yeah. It, I think yeah. it will be... We no, got we're going to be better. Kings. It's the first step we out here. We're first both step. introverts. We're struggling out here. Struggling. It's okay. This is very difficult for me. <laughs> this is, we should just call it this podcast struggling introverts because that's what we is. But um, yeah. anyways, this is Wayne Length. Wavelength. Wave. This is AJ. Ride a wave. Um, <laughs> Are you okay? I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Um, this is Randy. Um, peace. Catch you next time. See you next week. <laughs>